We've got 10 nights until the next full moon. Well, he was what I would call a Sasquatch. pilots that showed unidentified flying objects. I ate his liver with some fava beans and a nice Chianti. I don't believe 99% of the things that people claim they've seen. I think this is in that 1%. A lot of people make fun of me, but I don't care. I know it's there. G'day and welcome back to the Mellow Tiger Podcast. My name's Bree Wolf and I'm sitting here with Josh Ernst and Jord Ernst. Hello. I'm back, baby. He's back. Where were you? I was away doing things. What were you doing? I had a lot of order on at work. Such is life. Such is life. And then I come <laughs> home and I do my second job. So. Do you love being an adult? No. <laughs> you like, I won't be like my parents. I thought I'd have the I'll power, be but you yeah. <laughs> You've got the power, you just can't use it. No. <laughs> it's just locked away. <gasps> Work sucks, man. Work oh. is crap. What about you, Jord? It was, I was here. <laughs> oh, yeah, you were. Oh, that's right. I was really high on endo, and I don't remember yeah. that. Oh, you don't remember nothing. This is a blur. <laughs> when I was editing that, I was like, I don't remember nothing. <laughs> like, I was laughing at some dance. Like, well, I, was, I don't remember Did that. Did we record? Yeah, I was just like, oh, that, that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, again, we were supposed to record last week, but my daughter got sick, and then... My husband was away for the week for work, so I didn't have anyone to watch her. So we figured we better not record. Could have just like released it out into the farm mm. and just done like a little social experiment with her. The issue with that is I have to go find her or like attempt to look like I'm looking for her. Do you know what I mean? Can you just call out? She doesn't listen. Uh, that's a social experiment. <laughs> <laughs> she's at that age where she's just like super fun to just do whatever the fuck she wants and like look at you and be like, hey, and then run. Like she know you can tell. It's like a velociraptor. You can tell like what they're thinking. And she's just like, bye. And just keeps going. And I'm like, sometimes I'm like, let the wolves have it then. <laughs> like, I don't care. Whatever <laughs> happened to the wire that used to go from tree to tree? Like dad done with the carp and you oh, hook it up with the wire. Oh, like, like you can along. do with dogs and stuff. Yeah, they're like, I'm free, not. I'll go the other way. I'm free, not. Like, it was like the donkey yeah. off the bear episode we done. <laughs> sage. Sage. Poor beautiful sage. I only had like, what, 25 <laughs> metres of run line. I still remember coming home one afternoon. It was like one of dad's prize cows. I think it was Roxy. He's like, prize cow, we came home. We had like the two big gum trees in the front yard and dad had done that. He tied the chain. He'd run a wire between the trees and hooked the cow yeah, up. that's what I'm like, thinking Like you've never seen a calf ever like this before have like this run back and forth. <laughs> and mum came home from work and she was like, is this a fucking joke? <laughs> like, yeah. We just go full hick. Yeah. I remember he tipped me dog's food bowl over and put like hay in it and gave it the dog's water bowl. <laughs> <laughs> Here, Roxy. Get off the do. <laughs> she gonna but make me some money I yeah. just remember like mum driving in stress from like her stressful job like getting in the house and seeing it and just, just a calf and in the back you know in the front you, yard yeah, and you know it's bad when she's like like crazy calm and then she goes is this a fucking joke and I was like I'm I'm out of here. I am so far out of here. To tell and you I, uh, completely honestly, mum, we're not sure. Yeah. <laughs> and dad, but dad was dead. Like dad didn't fully didn't comprehend what the problem was. Nice. <laughs> he was like, this is a prize winning cow. This costs more than most people's bloody twice, twice as most people's breeding dogs cost. You're right, Elizabeth. It shouldn't be in the front yard. It should be inside on the sofa, locked up nice and safe. <laughs> wasn't yeah. so far away from that, was it? No, it wasn't. Bloody Roxy. What a champion. There's more Photos of Roxy on the wall, and there is a bus. Yeah, or yeah. franchise. No, the fran- mm. That's what I'm thinking of franchise. Who led that to stardom? She had a good idea on her. I was there for a breakout. Did you really? I let her in the single one show when I was a kid, and that's that's when she made a breakout. And that's where it all started. That's where it all started. You were fucking Dad took her from there. <laughs> Dad saw good potential good in you. <laughs> he gave me a pat on the head. <laughs> I'll take her from here. He gave you a chocolate oak. And said, oh. Yeah. Do you remember when they used to make us do that? We would go into the Singleton show, and they would have like cattle showing, and you'd be like tiny, and they'd give you some massive heifer. Yeah. Like, some wily fucking heifer with crazy eyes. Yeah. Like, crazy eyes. Like, yeah. Hands you the rope and goes, go and lead her around in a ring make sure you do the circle properly then you've got to line up next to each other make sure their feet are right and you're going to do it in front of a heap I of people kicking their legs apart and yeah. stuff and yeah and i was like i don't know what i'm doing and I don't the worst part here. was when you took them first off and you had to train them oh, so we took them in. over break them over in we took, so we'd take them over to the old dairy and you tie them up for like a couple of days so that'd get used to being tied up 
And I remember, I forget which one it was, but I grabbed onto it and went to lead it for the first time. And the I little fucker just took off. Yeah, yours was a... You got, it, yours was a, yeah. you got the worst it, one. It dragged me straight across the concrete in that dairy and holy shit, I would not let go because I didn't want to disappoint the old man. <laughs> <laughs> no, but dad, I feel like he used back in the day, like when we were like very little, he was really into showing cattle. And so he'd do it properly, like from newborn baby calves. And then he's like getting teenagers, all wily teenage cows, like, okay, we're going to break them. And I'm like, pretty sure this was meant to be done a few years ago. And dad's like, we can do it. It's fine. <laughs> Get in well, there. That was, that was the same time I took franchise. You had that one. Yeah. That calf, I forget its name. But I remember going to the show and it still wasn't quite right. No, it wasn't. <laughs> you know, all of them behaved. And here's George, like just his, his calf <laughs> running a muck, dragging him around the show. It was like, like that wolf of the Simpsons when all lights went off. <laughs> 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 All over the place. <laughs> Dad was just like, Dad's motto is just she'll be right. Yeah. <laughs> she'll be right. But the best part was the oak. Oh, and the wagon wheels. Yep. You got it. You got an oak, a mm. large one, not a pissy little no, oak. No, no. You got a large carton of oak and a wagon wheel. Yeah. I just remember the ribbons. Oh, the, do you know? Oh, speak this? to me of okay. ribbons. It was like, a, it was, what was first? Blue, second red, green was third. No, and it was white. Like, white was fourth, I think. No, white was third. What was green? It's like the Dutch flags. I don't know. I don't want to All say I know is Blue was first because Dad went to a show in, in town with Franchise. And that little Son day was, was, was the day I decided to wag school. So skip school. <laughs> and me and my mates. Was like, you know oh, they you skipped day. school for a cow you know, you show. Know, you know what? Like, no, we didn't go to the cow show. You know when it was like the last day of school, like yeah. the term or whatever. No one gives a fuck. You and me and the mates was doing. We, Dylan. Yeah, we, well, you <laughs> named him. He's in trouble. We, we skipped it, and there was four of us. I don't think walking. you can use full names. I'll blow the last name we'll, out. <laughs> um, we're walking to the pool, so down whatever street that is, where the lights are in yeah. that main street. We're walking towards the pool. Next minute, this cattle truck goes flying past with a blue ribbon hanging out the side of it. <laughs> <laughs> so he's seen me, and I've, I've seen him. And I'm like, shit, Dad doesn't. But he seems kind of happy. Get <laughs> yeah. back in school. And when, I, and when I got home, he's like, "So, what were you doing?" I went, oh, me and the boys just went down the pool for a swim. What year were you in? This was like year eight. Who cared? Dad wouldn't have given a no, shit. He goes, He's he, hanging a ribbon out the like, woo-woo, motherfucker. He just asked me what I was doing. I said, oh, we'll just go to the pool. He asked me how the temperature of the pool was. <laughs> Mum come outside. She wasn't so pleased. <laughs> <laughs> Dad's like, no, I need school. I didn't go to school. Why do you need school I, I think he was just on that much of a high from winning first prize with <laughs> franchise. He just did not give a in shit. In this house here... It took me ages to figure out there's all these weird like curtain rod holders up on like, because they're really high ceilings in this house, really far apart for these really wide curtain rods. And I was like, what the fuck is this for? Mum and dad used to put curtain rods in and that's what they used to hang their ribbons from. That's how much ribbons they held and that's how oh proud they God. were of their ribbons. They're Those still rods were so bad. They're still in the house. Not, not the rods themselves, but like you can see the hot, like the corners of each where the rod would be held. Well, so visitors come over and go, I like your curtain. He's like, yep. Yeah. Honey, get the, the rods. <laughs> No, That's what that victory brings you. <laughs> Shit, that was a fucking side road and a half. Oh, wasn't it? Jesus. <laughs> Talk about, about cattle and pedigree. We do a full episode on that. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, today we wanted to do, I think, our first serial killer. Yeah. First a supposed Recorded, serial killer. Recorded, would you say? First what? serial killer ever. Who, 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 out of all us three, who would kill someone? Do you reckon out of us three, who was, would most likely do it? Oh, George uh, wouldn't want to do it, but he'd probably snap and do it. Yeah. Um, you'd do it, but you'd tattle on yourself I'll straight do it. away. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'd go straight to prison. I'll do it. It wouldn't be planned. You'd be the one to plan it and do it. Yeah, I'd be the true. one to snap and do it. And Josh is, is, and Josh proper, is the one who would turn himself in. Josh is, Josh is a proper accident, but I'd then he assumes in. he did it and then tattles on himself. Yeah. I should have put the mop bucket away. She just tripped. <laughs> That's like literally what happened. But because you act so weird about it, they arrest you. Like yeah. they're like, this man's suspicious as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> he done it for sure. Oh, we wanted to, we're, so we're going to be talking about Ed Gein. Uh, but first off, Jordan, you have an article you want to discuss. Yeah, I just wanted to bring this up. This has been in the news a lot lately. I don't know if you guys have heard about it. Is this Chinese rocket above us? Have you guys heard about that? No, but now I'm scared. Oh, we're talking space or oh, atmosphere? Can, sorry, can we just stop we're talking for a sec? space? Oh, sorry. Do I have time to get the foil hats? <sighs> you should always have time to get the foil. Make time. Giving your foil holster. No, I haven't heard about this, but I'm already scared. So the headline reads: "Out of control Chinese rocket could fall to oh, Earth that's on a gr- Saturday." Who's that's a grabbing where, headline. Where did you get this article from? Like, who is this is on the news everywhere. No, no, I know, but like this particular article. This is from the Daily Mail. Okay, and it's rocket satellite or rocket. So we want this shit to be this, as dramatic as possible. Yeah, I know. Yeah. That's what it sounds like. Yeah. <laughs> 
So this thing is a 21-ton spacecraft and it could shower debris over densely populated areas. So normally when the rocket takes off, you've seen it, yeah. bang, goes in there and lock off Armageddon and it releases the fuel. Mm-hmm. That's all planned with maths and all that where it's going to land and mostly it burns up in the atmosphere or lands in an ocean somewhere yeah. away from everybody else. So the locations that this could impact, okay, mm-hmm. is California. Don't, yeah. New York. The two good ones. The two good ones. <laughs> this is, they've learned this from like the flight trajectory yeah. and all that. Is this an act of war? It could be. We could use it. So, <laughs> Danny's out of the game. We'll use it. We'll use you it had COVID. Well. Now you got this. This is rocket. We're going from COVID to rockets. <laughs> Ivory Coast, which is in Africa. Yeah. Mozambique, which is South Africa. And last of all, Australia. Where? But not just Australia, New South Wales. Fuck you guys. <laughs> Leave us alone. But let's be honest, popular, pop, to be dense is Australia. It's really going to hit. If it hits a town, they've done it on purpose. Famous we got that much outback. <laughs> We've got that much outback though. If it, if it hits, hits somewhere, town, I hope it hits someone I don't like. Yeah. Is that bad to say? Yeah, no. Sure. no, you shouldn't wish bad things. But if it had to hit someone... We're talking about a person, not yeah. somewhere. Okay, no, um, someone. Yeah, no, sure. Or somewhere oh, full fine. of people I don't like. It can be a location. Just stand right here. <laughs> I'd be like, it, I want it to be one of those things that when it hits, I shrug my shoulders and go, ah. Yeah, fair enough. Like, we don't like no, death, no, but I if it had to be. Yeah, I don't want a case of, oh, she was so beautiful. Just, <laughs> <laughs> just let the pretty ones live. Yeah. So the exact entry point can't be pinpointed until within hours, like a few hours of... It coming back into the Earth's atmosphere. Oh, I get this. Like, is it like um, Wiley Coyote where you see the the anvil yeah, coming the, down and there's like a the shadow, shadow and, and he's trying to move? Yeah, we're yeah, left, yeah. And we're running but right. <laughs> in saying that, though, they've the locations they've said are, are very vast. They're very far apart. Yes. Well, so New the South other Wales to California. So the other one right. million locations are probably Pacific Ocean, Pacific Ocean, they Pacific think, Ocean. But let's grab these few and say they think the most. Probable is it's going to land in the Atlantic Ocean. Atlantic, oh, yeah. so they're just but they're just saying this is possible yeah. that it could land in any of those locations. Those are the densely populated locations that it could land in. Yeah, I don't know why I'm just thinking of like Family Guy, like the news. Like I saw Ollie, give us a report. I saw a fish. It's like not as serious as they want it to I be. I saw a rocket. Yeah. <laughs> and then bang, straight next to us. So the Long March 5B rocket, as it's called, launched on the 29th of April. It is 100 foot long and travelling above the Earth at 4 miles per second. That's 6.4 kilometres a second. That is a motoring. Is it? That is quick. What's it doing? I know you're going to get to it, but I'm just suspicious. (laughs) It's just chilling up there. But why? Why did they do it? This is all accidental. You know how I'm saying it's normally controlled, but it detaches from the rocket? Yeah. This thing's like the backbone of the rocket kind of thing. So it's detached. But yep, it's not okay, a controlled okay. re-entry. I this is it was uncontrolled. A up there doing something like Fastcat, like Fastcat. So, okay, <laughs> so then it's not for monitoring purposes. They're not listening. Oh, it's to purely us. just landing in New York. Well, I reckon they are. This I is a, a pe- this is literally a piece off the rocket that's taking. Don't say literally. Say allegedly. No, this is literally. Allegedly, literally. We don't know what we only know what they told us. That means everything's <laughs> yeah, allegedly. Literally. Who knows how many surveillance cameras they've got going in there listening to? Allegedly. 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 So it's that means it's fast enough to loop the Earth in under two hours. So if it's travelling at that speed, it can loop the whole entire planet. Are they like in trouble for this? China. They're in trouble no. for a lot of things right now. <laughs> not that's not, not yet. It hasn't landed. Do you know how you see those kids... Like, you remember growing up in school and we were, like, cracked down on so hard for, like, every little... Like, we had consequences for everything. And then you see those kids just running wild and their mum's just like, that's okay, Johnny, hit whoever you want, it's fine. This is what the Chinese are like with their rockets. It's like they're testing themselves as much as it's possible, just like getting as close as they can to that line. Yeah, it's just like, can you set a boundary for your child, yeah. which Keep is Keep going until we get physical punishment. <laughs> mm. It's like they're taunting. Oh, America's <laughs> awake. <laughs> so this rocket is responsible for sending the first building block so this it's called the Tianhe, and like if you've seen a space station, it's obviously made up of like five different sections. Mm-hmm. This is the first one being sent up into space. Okay. For this Chinese project, so this this upcoming space station Tiangong, which is also translated to Heavenly Palace. Oh, come on, get over yourself. That's cute. I like it. I don't mind they, it. They, <laughs> they aim to have this completed by the year twenty twenty two. 
I don't know much about like space but and technology, but this was the first thing being launched, and they're hoping to have this space station it's up chi- and it's ready. It's the Chinese communist. I know, but like, how incredible is that to have it like pretty much one year? They're going to have a space station communism. up and running. Mate, they, we couldn't even get our bypass from single camera park <laughs> going another <laughs> you, five years. Like, <laughs> the right. Communist Party in China, though, you know how they do things. It's literally like you don't get you don't get fired, you die. And you don't get like they they li- like you will literally die in factories and they just replace you like the whole the, a lot of the culture is nothing is built to be sustainable. Listen, it's that, all yeah. like it's all it's meant to. That sounds horrible, but obviously it's working. Josh, I, I mean it's just horrible. <laughs> <laughs> they have great worthy twenty twenty two. I mean, come, <laughs> come on. on, that's terrible. I obviously, don't mean it, but they do, and it's working. <laughs> <They're> <laughs> that's the fact. They seem to be on top of it. Yeah. People, They're starting to sway me. If I had to vote, dying. I'd vote against it. Oh, 100%. I'd vote against it, but it's working. <laughs> so this space station is expected to have a mass of 100 tonnes and orbit around the Earth at an altitude of 450 kilometres. That doesn't seem very far up, no. does it? No, Almost happening. too close. Something's, yeah, something's happening. Allegedly. Lasers. <laughs> <laughs> This isn't the first time a Long March 5B rocket has re-entered the Earth's atmosphere. So China's done this before. And where to land? Ocean. Real good. Last time China launched the rocket, they ended up with a big long rods of metal flying through the sky, damaging buildings in the Ivory Coast. <laughs> so oh, not Jesus a great track Christ. record. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like it's like almost not funny. No, Do you know well, what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. it's all it's it's yeah. like it's like funny because it's silly, but then it's to the point where this isn't funny anymore. Can you like, imagine old mate just fired up there? They're like, so there's there's nothing wrong going to happen like the last one, right, mate? He's like, no, 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 it's all good. <laughs> all of a sudden, yeah, we seem to have this uncontrolled fucking hundred and foot one of the things back into the atmosphere. Ivory Coast again. <laughs> Ivory Coast, yeah. That's weird. So most of the rocket burnt up, which they always say about this stuff coming back in, but there were enormous pieces of metal that hit the ground. Imagine being the unlucky son bitch sitting underneath that large piece of metal that came back in. Well, imagine if it landed on your toe. Depends you know when you <laughs> kick a, t- uh, like a chair or something? Depends what sort of day you're having as well. It's like, finally, the sweet release of death. <laughs> Someone's <laughs> just arms stretched out yeah. looking at the sky. You can't assume what sort of day someone wants to have. You know what I mean? Like, your idea of a good day. <laughs> Everyone has a different idea of a good day wow. based on their mental state, There's right? There's someone out there planning where this thing's going to land before NASA so they can go out and just end it in the most epic way. <laughs> but how crazy is that? There's, like, something uncontrolled coming back into the atmosphere that would land I- at any place like that. But I feel like, do they ride it? To make it sound more crazy, yeah. is it something to see? Like Zoom porn kind of thing. To yes, there's like a point zero zero one percent chance yeah. that's in Australia, and they're but over they get there. rid of that yeah. statistic, and they just and they're over there talking about say an American one saying, "Oh, it could land here, could land there," but we all know it. the Americans are like it's landing in the Pacific. Yeah, it's, really it's not going to land there, there. but it could much. if it you know bounced off the, the the moon and then bounced off Jupiter <laughs> and then you know hit a flying penguin. And <laughs> I don't think we'll see much more news like this soon though, because I think the shootings are picking back up again in America with like COVID, they're relaxing over there. So they're not... Oh, they're getting be, back to normal life. It'll be back to normal news. Oh, yeah. They won't be grabbing anything hysterical because it, there is actual hysterical things happening. Do you know what I mean? I do. But when there's a break, I'll just slip it in. That's what, yeah. 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 Well, then it, it'll be one of those things. Why are we so concentrated on the rocket? What are they doing in the background? Look at the rocket. Look at the rocket. Look at the rocket. <laughs> they're giving what, us the old jazz hands. Yeah, what's over here? What's over here? Don't look over here. Look at the rocket. No? Always look at the magician's <laughs> other hand. <laughs> That's what I always do now. I'm like, what's going you see on? What they, you, that you see what they want you to see. That's what you hear a lot on the Yowie thing. What do you reckon this news is? Do you think they found something else they don't want us to know about? I'm like, no, I think don't. I think you're going to have to take some kind of pills, man. <laughs> Just settle down I think bit. there's not many more groups I can get banned from with this Yowie research. Jesus you're Christ. You're stop picking on people. I don't pick on not them. Not picking, just but, so you know, their beliefs. <laughs> I suppose you know what Josh you're not half wrong I'll just start thinking of it like fucking religion okay you believe in Jesus I that's know. what I mean go on a religious that's side it. I'm just <laughs> God lol get <laughs> 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 out if that's what you believe in that's your business who am I to tell you any different fucking idiots uh, <laughs> <laughs> so I there's no there's literally no segue I can take from that except maybe want to talk about killing people <laughs> I got one you for talk you. Talk about a rocket killing people. Yeah, rocket. How about people killing people? What would you guys say your favorite, let's say, like classic horror movie would be? Mm. Oh. Or like, what do you think of when I say classic horror movie? Oh, classic. Probably like um, um, The Exorcist kind of. Thing. Okay. Yep. I <laughs> think, that's the vein I'm looking. Yeah, for. I think something like that when you say classic, but like a personal thing that freaked the shit out of me. Yeah, what it just classic. I think like that um, cabin fever. That 
freaking oh, yeah, shit kind of, out of me. Yeah. So I'm talking... Um, Just real. Mm-hmm. At so, a faster rate, but sorry, go on. A lot of these movies, I come to find out, were actually based on a true story. Like, not like when they were based on a true story. Like, they took inspiration <laughs> Let me just get into it. So today we'll be discussing the Plainfield Butcher, Ed Gein. This stone cold weirdo was the inspiration behind some of America's creepiest killers. So I'm talking Buffalo Bill from Silence of the Lambs. <laughs> I know what you're laughing at, Georgia. <laughs> I heard that Buffalo Bill shoved a firecracker <laughs> up your butthole. <laughs> so we're talking Buffalo Bill from Silence of the Lambs, Leather Face from Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and Norman Bates from Psycho, just to name a few. So... Kind of like the weird, creepy dude Mm -hmm. for different reasons, and you'll figure out why. So, Ed was a real fucking gross dude. His crimes ranged from murder to digging up fresh corpses in graveyards and taking them home for a bit of Netflix and chill. Necrophilia. Yep, yep, yep. And then making household items and skin suits from their body parts. Jesus. It was he, he was the one that lowered the bucket and said, put the lotion on the skin? Yes, that, that's yeah. Buffalo Bill from right. Silence of the Lambs. Yeah. He was the one that was trying to make like a, a skin suit to wear. As, like, he was trying to be, make a woman suit out of these. Yeah, to pass for it. stop thinking about them. I know. Well, it wasn't, wasn't, it wasn't Buffalo Bill, though, on Joe Dirt, was it? His name was something else. No, I think it? it was Buffalo Bill. Uh, no, it was. Yeah, it was. It was? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> no, I remember. <laughs> but Silence of the Lambs is easily, hands down, easily my favourite horror movie, next to, like, Bone Tomahawk. Have what? you ever seen Silence of the Lambs? Yeah. yeah. It's oh. Anthony Hopkins, wasn't it? Yes, yep. it's so good. And that dinner party with, it, with um, who was that actor, Mm-mm. the dude, when they're doing the brain thing? He's sitting there and he's, he's cutting a bit out of his brain or something. He's sitting there all stupid-like and... Nah, maybe a different one in the series. Uh, might have been. In the, like, the Red Dragon series, because it was based on a book. It was, it was that Anthony Hopkins. Or yeah, so it would have been like Red Dragon or yeah, something, right. I think. But the, the original science, all the, everything is shit compared to the original Science of the Limbs. Like, it won so many Oscars, like acting, like cinema photography, yeah, like right. everything. It was a good, and you watch it now and it holds up. Like, I want to, every time I talk about it, I want to watch it straight What's away. What's it go, because I was talking about Hayden earlier. He said something about the butterfly on the front cover meant something about, yes, it's the a bunch of naked. The, uh, Oh, on Something the, to do with the picture. The descent? Are you talking about? No, it's Silence of the Lambs. It's a butterfly. Yeah, there's a butterfly. It's a. It's not a butterfly. It's a moth. It's the death. It's called the something death moth. Yeah. And it's got a picture of the like it looks like a skull on the back of the moth, but it, it was featured heavily in the Silence of the Lambs because he would chuck these. Um, what do you call it when the butterfly is in like a cocoon? cocoon. Yeah, he'd put through it, put, shove them down the throat of the girls that he would kill, and it was a, they'd cut it open. It was a death moth, and it had oh. the, the death skull on it. That's but crazy, that's, but that's kind of cool. We'll see that feature. <laughs> cool and terrifying. <laughs> that's our cover art for the podcast. When you see the alien ship is sucking up all that creepy stuff, one of them is the death moth because yeah. I'm such a fan of Silence of the Lambs. I thought that was moth Good man. Spot. <laughs> Good spot, Hayden. No way. <laughs> but also cool. <laughs> so, yeah, definitely check out Silence of the Lambs. There's some debate as to whether or not it is a genuine bona fide serial killer, but we'll explore that a bit later. And like what kind of constitutes a serial killer? Genuine bona fide. <laughs> <laughs> I have it, my ID on me. <laughs> can you See that? Confirm? No, I can't say. <laughs> <laughs> so, now, can you? I should preface Ed Gein. Some people say Gein. I say, I thought it was Gene when I read you. Yeah. It's, it's a, you'll watch heaps of, I couldn't, I honestly couldn't figure it out because I watched so many different documentaries and everything about it. Even I was watching an Law and Order SVU episode and they referenced him in it and they said it differently. Like everyone says it differently. It's either Gein or Gein. I say Gein. I said, I honestly thought of that Cyclops fellow of X Men always going, Gene. <laughs> and I'm like, Gene, and I like, Gene, I love you. And Gene's like, listen, I want a bad boy. You'd be the nerd. She's can't like see. Jacking off Hugh Jackman in yeah. the background. <laughs> <laughs> His claws are coming out. And he's like, I'll open my eyes. I'll do it. <laughs> Edward Theodore Gein was born August 27th, 1906 in La Crosse, Wisconsin to George, his violent alcoholic father, and Augusta, his fanatically religious mother. Ed had an older brother, Henry, who along with their mother despised their aimless, unemployed father. Augusta treated her husband, George, like he was completely insignificant. She despised him. The only reason she didn't seek a divorce was because it went against her devout religious beliefs. There we go. It's poking its head in again. <laughs> Religion once again rears its ugly head. Here to make everybody unhappy. <laughs> That's wrong. You God know, sees you, you, you don't worry you. about it. Ed and Henry had a very repressive upbringing in a house governed by their mother's puritanical views. She often preached about the sins of lust and carnal desires, reinforcing in the boys that all women herself excluded of course were whores and prostitutes that consume and that consuming alcohol was evil and just the general immorality of the world so as hated- we sit here drinking beers 
She hated fun. <laughs> she, pretty much any like anything major that was blanket. not religious yeah. is like she, yeah, hundred percent major red. Black, but like I would say, just from what I read, like kind of like almost like mentally ill. I don't know, devout. Like even I don't know. You can't say most religious people. Half of them are just like have side chicks or whatever. Like most of these priests touching kids or whatever. You know what I mean? Like who's following the Bible really? <laughs> it's more of a guideline. It's more- <laughs> <laughs> they just cherry pick the shit they want, but I don't yeah. think she did. I think if anything, she was she was accurate. She was throwing babies at walls. Like you know what I mean? Uh, she put time aside every afternoon to read to the boys from the Old Testament, selecting particularly graphic verses that would always feature heavily in murder, death, and the divine retribution. Sometime after Ed's birth, Augusta relocated the family to a desolate farm just outside of Plainfield, Wisconsin. It's believed she did this to prevent outsiders for in, from in, influencing her sons in their wicked ways. She sounds crazy. That's hey, what I mean. Like, like, she's unhinged, I think. There's yeah. a photo of her too. She's heaps ugly. Not that that makes <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Oh. OMG. So now only ugly people are bad people. <laughs> only ugly people support religion. Uh, def- <laughs> oh, my God. I, def- I definitely didn't mean ugly. It was just like she's like a like she looks not pretty. <laughs> she looks contorted. Like she no, looks like, like she some- fell out of the ugly tree and hit no, every she- branch on the way down. <laughs> she looks like she was dragged up from hell. Like she's had a hard life looking lady. You, said, you just <laughs> said ugly. Terrible of me. I retract my statement. It shouldn't matter. Uh, besides school, Ed spent all of his time on the farm performing chores. His mother obstructed all of Ed's attempts to form relationships and friendships outside the family, which in turn made him a lonely and somewhat socially awkward boy. Ed was known to do weird things. One thing the community noted was out of nowhere, Ed would chuckle to himself in class, sometimes bursting out in fits of laughter for no apparent reason. I read this in so many of the, of like the information about him, and I was just like, I'll do that. That's what <laughs> I was thinking. Yeah. I do that sometimes. I'll yeah. think about something I said earlier. Like, that's, <laughs> what, that's what I was like. I chuckled at myself all the time. Like, and then I, but everything listed it, and I was like, is this a problem? <laughs> <laughs> I think I, I don't think is um. It, I'm just, it's just clicking. Is Ed Waterboy? Adam Sandler. <laughs> the <laughs> mama says boobs are the devil. <laughs> mama Mom. seems alligators are so cranky because I got no toothbrush, no teeth. <laughs> mama says alligators are so angry because I got all damn teeth and no toothbrush. <laughs> mama, it's called the mandula oblongata. <laughs> Colonel Sanders. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Despite being bullied and struggling socially, Ed did pretty well in school, particularly in reading and world studies. In 1940, when Ed was 34, George, his father, died from heart failure related to alcoholism. This meant that Ed and Henry had to take up extra jobs around town as handymen to make a little extra cash for the family. Wait, wait, wait. I thought he was useless anyway, the father. (laughs) He dies and all of a sudden they're trying to pick money up. You think they'd have more money because they wouldn't have to buy alcohol anymore. (laughs) (laughs) I know he he wasn't always unemployed. Like, he was in and out of jobs, like, doing odd jobs and stuff. But, like, and also, like, Augusta had no money. She was too busy reading the Bible. She's buying all the Bibles. (laughs) At least become a priest. Like turn your, you know, when you turn your ho- habit, like your hobby, into a job. Do that. Do what you love, Augusta. You know. No, no one's with me. No, you so- go, boy. <laughs> Ed actually took up babysitting, which he quite enjoyed, as he found that children were easier easier to relate to than most adults. Imagine Ed Gein babysitting kids, like a full grown, like thirty five year old man who's like so, like won't look you in the eye because he's so socially awkward. And he like mumbles and stuff, and is like proper weirdo. Ed, you free. <laughs> we back by time. Me and the last one go see the game. It's homecoming. <laughs> it was around this time that Henry started to become disenfranchised with his mother's views of the world. He openly began talking disparagingly of her in front of Ed, and even told him that he planned on moving in with get this, a divorced single mother of two children whom he was dating. <gasps> Damn, Ooh, I'm all he, for it. Yeah, I'm team Ed. Disgusting. I'm team Ed for now. That's Henry, not Ed. So his brother. Okay, no. I'm so he's probably got away. He's got to this chick and she started telling him about all the stuff and he's just like, damn, this outside world's pretty good. Is this this a- is a boob. I'm <laughs> in. I am in. I like. was literally about to say the same thing. This is called a vagina. What? It's so ugly. Come what here, do- boy. <laughs> what does it do? I oh, that's this. what it does. Oh, that's what it does. Oh. <laughs> okay, yeah. See you, mum. Yeah, but yeah. So he was just like, nah, found me a woman. So things are starting to change. Ed was obsessively devoted to his mother. He still lived at home. He never went out and he'd never been on a date. Like, so he'd done nothing. So hearing Henry talk all this smack about his mum extremely bothered him. Like, he was fuming about it. Like, Henry was just like, she's crazy. Like, this is bullshit. And, and Ed He's was finally like, starting mother. to see her, like, the way she is kind of thing. And, yeah. and he's still under her little wing and her or, little mold. Yeah, he's still getting breastfed. So Ed... <laughs> 
In March of 1944... Boobies didn't change him. (laughs) In March of 1944, a fire broke out on the property owned by the brothers. So Ed's like 38, Henry's a bit older. They attempted to fight the blaze, but when it began burning out of control, Ed ran for for assistance from the police and the fire brigade. I don't know why, but I get this idea that he looks like Goofy. He's like, oh, gosh. There's <laughs> just, a fire over there. Yeah, just runs into town like heaps like gangly. <laughs> Maybe he was a water or something. <laughs> <laughs> so Ed informed them that he and his brother Henry had tried to extinguish the fire, but during this whole situation, Ed had lost sight of him. Despite uh... not knowing where he was, Ed was able to lead the police directly to his brother's corpse, which was lying face down in the dirt. It was apparent that Henry had been dead for some time and it was first thought that he had died from heart failure as his body didn't show any real obvious signs of death, although it had noted that there were some strange bruises on his head. So they didn't show any signs that it was related to a fire. Yeah, so he wasn't burnt Mm -hmm. or... He didn't have an inhalation issues or anything. So the county coroner later listed asphyxiation as his death. Even though there were some suspicious circumstances surrounding Henry's death, police didn't believe any foul play was involved and no official investigation or autopsy was conducted. And they had to park the cars so they couldn't. (laughs) (laughs) I'd look into further, but... Shortly after Henry's death, Augusta had a stroke and Ed devoted himself to looking after her. Ed loved his mother. Perhaps he was even in love with her. But by all accounts, not once did Augusta reflect this love back to him. She was cruel and controlling and unfortunately the only constant in Ed's lonely life. So she was awful to him, like horrible, and he loved it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't think he loved Treat it. Treat him mean, you know keep him keen. <laughs> <laughs> Not to your children. <laughs> <laughs> so on December 29th, 1945, Augusta died, leaving Ed completely alone in the world. Ed was absolutely devastated by his mother's passing. She was his whole world, his best and only friend. Her death changed him. Ed boarded up all the rooms in the house that his mother once occupied, leaving them exactly the way they were the day she died. So the day she died, he went and boarded up everything except just the kitchen and like his little hobble of a room off from it sort of thing and like a lounge area. That's it. Everything else was left like completely intact. Was she still in the room? (laughs) Maybe. No. Probably. I don't know. It It didn't say. No, she was buried. But maybe he dug her up. I don't know. Did he make the bed? So <laughs> he, he moved into a small room just off the kitchen where he began reading books and comics on anatomy as he, and Nazis as he slowly let the house fall into squalor. So he was heaps into anatomy and Nazis, which is weird. That's weird since he comes Super from like a weird. church. Yeah. Plus, like, this was like the late 40s, like mid 40s, 1945. Like, the Nazis, this was like the height of like the Nazis, right? Weird. Maybe he's just interested in what's going on, you know, in the world at the time. <laughs> Yeah, no, I don't think so. (laughs) (laughs) During the years after Augustus' death, Ed slowly grew more and more deranged. On the morning of November 16, 1967, Plainfield hardware store owner Bernice Warden disappeared. The hardware store appeared to be closed most of the day, but this didn't really worry the town's residents as it was deer season. So apparently in deer season, everyone is just out and about shooting deer or hunting. or it's Yeah, like, they go nuts. Yeah, so shops shut down and you're not like, so if it wasn't open, people would be like, oh, that's really weird that that one store that's always open isn't open. They I heard don't. like on a podcast I listened to when it was hunting season, like they wouldn't even go to school or if they did go to school, they'd rock up with like the gun racks in the back of the car and stuff like that, ready to go. That's how much yeah, they were into it. I didn't realise until I was like, why does why does deer season matter? And then I looked into it and it was the same thing. I'm like, okay. Yeah. We love to hunt. <laughs> no one actually realised Bernice was missing until 5pm that afternoon when Deputy Sheriff Frank Warden, who was her son, entered the hardware store and realised she was gone. So Ed can't be that bright, right? Upon entering the premises, Frank noticed the cash register was open and there was a trail of blood on the floor leading to the back of the store. He knew that morning Ed was supposed to be coming in to collect a gallon of antifreeze, so Frank checked the receipts at receipts, and sure enough, the last receipt that Bernice had processed was for Ed Gein for a gallon of antifreeze. This led the deputy sheriff to assume Ed may have had some involvement with his mother's unexpected disappearance, so he was located and arrested. You gotta be a fucking idiot to pick on the sheriff's mother. Yeah. <laughs> right? Kill someone else in town. If you want to assert your authority, you go right to the top. Yeah, true. <laughs> we don't what was his motives? We're not sure yet. <laughs> you know, just start with a couple of homeless people, they all do. Right, it? yeah. Some well, maybe ants. Sex these, workers, homeless people. Workers. People people that wa- aren't generally looked for or missed. Yeah, then you hit that guy in the suit. Yeah. Some people might miss the sex workers. <laughs> oh the regulars, I guess. Yeah, but then they just assume they 
like hop town or something to another city with more work. You know what I mean? Like same with homeless people. They just got on a train and left. I mean, it depends how much emotion you're invested in. Normally. <laughs> I don't know how it works. Very little. That's right. why they're the most. She was going to come with me and we are going to build a house together. <laughs> she told me she left me. No, this is why they're mostly targeted by like serial killers is because they disappear and no one gives a shit because they just assume they left. Mm. You know what I mean? No one puts any energy into it. So the Washaris County Sheriff's Department then made their way to the Gein family farm where they discovered a truly gruesome scene. Just before I get into this, this <laughs> Sorry, is a- I could just see him open up the barn door and he's just milking a cow. <laughs> <laughs> this is weird. What are you doing, boy? He's <laughs> milking old Betsy. What's <laughs> no. So public service announcement, this is pretty fucked up, like the shit they found. Uh, and in listening to the description doesn't make your skin crawl. You can always Google it because there's photos of this shit I'm about to list. It can be found online. And it's... I'm scared. So Bernice Warden's corpse was discovered in a shed on the property. She'd been decapitated, hung upside down by a a crossbar from her ankles. And she'd had her wrists also tied to her ankles and she'd been disemboweled. So she'd been dressed like a deer sort of thing. Oh, what the... You can see photos of it online. It's like awful. A search of Ed's home yielded some incredibly bizarre and disturbing discoveries. The following is a summary of what was found. Human bones, a bin made from human skin, chairs upholstered with human skin, human skulls mounted from Ed's bedposts, female skulls, some with their top, the some with their top sawn off, which I guess he turned into the skull soup bowls that were found in the kitchen. They found a corset made from human skin, so it was from like the shoulders to the waist and included the full breast of the woman. So it wasn't like a cute corset that you wear under clothes; it was like a proper titties and all. So this was found hanging from a coat and hanger in his closet. They also found leggings made from human skin that went with the titty corset. He's, he's matching. He's <laughs> actually quite clever for her. He's real fashionable. Masks made from the skin of female heads. Nine volve in a shoebox. And volve is the collective term for vulva. So nine, Pokemon? nine vaginas. No. <laughs> Four noses. Organs in jars in the fridge. A belt made of nipples. It's literally just nipples. <laughs> a belt made a of nipples. Of, a bunch of nipples. That's a lot of dead a, ladies. Like, very sewn creative. Together to make a belt. That's a lot of dead ladies. A pair of lips on the drawstring for a blind. This is getting fucking ridiculous now. I wonder how they'd rate it on that show. What show? That um, what's Project that? Runway. No, the one where they build the houses, the, the apartments. <laughs> the apartments. Oh, the they block. come in. They go. I love the blinds. The block. I love what you've done with the nipples there on there. The block, that's it, yeah. Probably not good. Yeah, no. <laughs> they probably back away slowly out of the room. Oh, no, these days they probably just give it a nod. 10 out of 10. Yeah. Female fingernails, a lampshade made from facial skin. This is ridiculous. So this mm-hmm. has been going on for a while. Yeah, so his mother died in 1945 and it's now 1967. Is, is most of this, like, is all of it female or just, like, most of it? Pretty much all of it's female. Yeah, so he's okay. got a female thing because he reckons his connection w- with his mother or that he had or he's just... A- or it's either, for me, the way I saw this when I first reading it, it's either... It's he wants that connection with his mother, or he hates women because his mother taught him to hate women. Do you know what I mean? So he's like, yeah. or he's fucking curious. I don't know. So they were able to locate Bernice Warden's head in a burlap sack, and her heart was found in a plastic bag that had been placed on the stove. This led investigators to hypothesize that Ed may have intended to cook and eat the organ. Where is Ed? Is he in the shitter? He's in the jail at the moment. Oh, so they actually oh, got him. Yeah, yeah. yeah they so they arrested him, him, and then they went to his farm. He just comes in and he's like, hey, boys, you like my art? <laughs> so they were also able to identify a face found in a paper bag and the skull it was removed from in a box nearby. Oh, these, so he's removed the face off the... These belonged to a woman named Mary Hogan who'd been reported missing 13 years prior to this discovery. 13 years? So he's huh? curing them or mm-hmm. whatever. He's tanning them. Yeah, tanning them. He's ta- like pretty much everything's taxidermied. So it's not rotting or anything. He taxidermied everything. I'll tell you what, he's handy and knowledgeable, but he's also... Ret- Fucking yeah. put your skills yeah. to something else. Like other <laughs> animals, not people. Just, yeah, it doesn't... You just thought the nipple belt was going to be the fashion this summer. <laughs> <laughs> Getting ahead of the time. Yeah. He, poor Ed Gein, he was just ahead of himself. That's all. <laughs> Do you, reckon he, do you reckon the nipple belt would actually keep his pants up or is it just no, more it for was, show? No, it was definitely like... like did it legit <laughs> work? Is he like, this actually works? You can get... <laughs> have to put a nut, a nut hole in this. my skin pants up. I'll show you. <laughs> what? Do you might as well just tie your doodle to like one of the things in the belt and that'll keep it up. Like that's the sort of weird thing it is. It's so useless. You can call it a doodle useless. <laughs> that's when you tie a doodle and can't get it undone. Well, nipples aren't useless, but you put them on a belt, they're pretty useless. That's what keeps your pants up. <laughs> So that's what he looks like, right? Fucking okay, yeah, yeah, no, that's right. 
right? He's and so ugly. He's not ugly. He just looks goofy. Well, I don't saying ugly or whatever. He's no, not as bad as some serial killers I've, I've seen, to be honest. But like, um, that's the nipple belt. He's actually oh. done well with that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So he's that's the belt made of, uh, and then that's a lot of that's nipples. The There's a lot of nipples. That's a pretty cool chair. That's fucking disturbing. Yeah, gosh. I love. That's what I mean. That disturbingly cool. Um, and then what? he's a very creative. Like the shit he's done is sick. But oh my god, that's that's creepy. messed up. The lampshades. If you're out there listening, please start. Just Don't Google this no, stuff I would and look at it. Not to Google it. Do Can we it. put these and photos up on like a thingy that you have? I'm fucking putting this up. You'll get banned for shit for doing these ones. Oh, okay. I would, but <laughs> but we'll talk about we'll a nipple talk- belt. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know you guys. Let me describe this for you. The ni- some of them still. It's just a nipple belt, right? Yeah. Like, how do you describe? It's it? exactly what you think it is. That was Bernice Warden. So oh, it's hard to look at, yeah. but that's pretty messed up. Like you can see what. Yeah, that is. no, that's pretty. So her ankles are tied around the string from the, or whatever it is, rope from the ankles to her this wrists. One's... Oh, yes, yeah. From the ceiling. So that's yep. like a suit now or uh, clothing. That that it's just to... an messed up. Like, that's a person. Makes your skin crawl, doesn't it? You, well, that's it. You want to take that back if you're listening. Do not Google those pictures. Like, Maybe know. just Google the titty bell. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Because it has purpose. As if there's people out there right now going, I just honestly want to see the titty bell. <laughs> just, yeah, don't Google the rest because it's really messed up. Anyway. They've been warned. So, in going back 13 years prior, in the winter of 1954, 51-year-old Mary Hogan disappeared from her place of business, the Plainfield Tavern. Police suspected foul play when they found a trail of blood on the floor of the tavern leading out to the rear car park where an empty bullet cartridge was found. Sound familiar? Jeez, he's not very clean with what he does, is he? I don't think he's that switched on. So, the police tavern was located 13 kilometres from the Gein farm and Mary Hogan's disappearance wasn't the only one that had occurred in the area. So, these are other t- these are two other disappearances that are tied to Ed Gein as he, sus- he may have been involved. But I went in, like, investigated these separately and I don't think he is. Like, from what I read about it, I was just like, I fucking highly doubt he had anything. It's just these happened very close in the area at the time he was active. So there's a possibility, but I personally don't think he had anything to do with these. It's like he's dragging one body and another serial killer. They run into each other. Oh, hey. Uh, hey. <laughs> oh, you're out tonight. <laughs> you weren't you meant to be on this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> on May 1st, 1947, an eight-year-old girl named Georgia Weckler disappeared on her way home from school in a nearby township. She'd been dropped at the end of her family's driveway by a mother... by. A, the mother of a friend, but Georgia never made it home. Police and local residents conducted an extensive search for her, but she was never found. So kind of think of it like our farm. How long is a driveway? Like the, like our farm, maybe a little bit long. Like probably... No, maybe drive be, her up the driveway? I don't it know. would be longer than that. It'd be like... I don't know. It was like, a, it was like 800 metres or something. And they dropped her at the start of it. They did it a lot. It'd been raining. So they're like, we'll drop you home. School got out early. We'll drop you home. They did it often. They dropped her at the driveway and she was talking about going and picking flowers and she started walking along the driveway and they took off and they, she was never seen again. That's weird. Mm. The, I'd t- but, be taken to the front doorstep. Eight years old. Yeah, yeah. back in the day. But think though, about us walking to the bus and stuff. Yeah, yeah but you had, um, I was, when we were doing it by ourselves, I was like, Late primary yeah. school, early high school. They did it a lot and it was a farm, so they just figured her parents was out and about or whatever. Yeah, right. So this is probably more of an opportunity. Opportunist. I think it was very opportunistic. They said that they saw a car, like a truck driver saw a car in the area driving up the, the track or yeah, whatever. Right. And it yeah, was, very, it's yeah, I think it was very opportunistic. Eight years old now. Now I'm getting cranky. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> the rest were fine. But <laughs> yeah. Another girl also vanished in La Crosse, Wisconsin in 1953. So when I was researching this, Dan was away and I'm like, it's fine. Ed Gein, he does some creepy shit, but it's not enough to like make you want to lock your doors of your house or like you obviously lock your doors, but you don't sit in bed like scared and alone. Then I started looking into these and I was like, I wish I didn't do that. (laughs) So 15 year old Evelyn Hartley was babysitting at the time she disappeared. Her father tried ringing the house. She was babysitting at multiple times. And when she never answered, he grew concerned and made his way over to the residence. When his knocks at the door were left unanswered, he began looking through the windows. He was able to see through the into the lounge where he saw Evelyn's glasses on the floor along with one of her shoes. He viewed this as a sign of a struggle, so he began trying to force his way into the house. All of the doors and windows to the house were locked except one, which happened to be the basement window. 
At the window, he also discovered blood stains along with Evelyn's other shoe. He immediately called the police. So he's taken her out. That he's got in he's there. He's gone and in and they're taking her out yep. there. That's creepy. He's yes. just pissed because she's taken all his babysitting money. I don't know if this is Ed Gein, and I, I actually that would make sense, Jordy. If there was ever a motive, that would be the one. <laughs> but when I looked into this more, it doesn't sound like Ed Gein at all. So when the police arrived, they found more blood stains on the lawn leading away from the house, as well as a bloody handprint on one of the neighbors' houses. A few days later, they also found a few bloodied items that belonged to Evelyn on the side of the highway, not far from Lacrosse. So that's like a it's a two hour drive from Lacrosse to Plainfield, and they're linked by the same highway. That's why they thought he might have had something to do with it. And she was never seen again. But there were heaps of reports that they saw two dudes. So basically, she was the daughter yeah, of a professor. Yeah, it sounds more personal. Well, this sounds more like I know where I she is and know what she's doing. I don't know. It's really weird because they say it was like there was a professor, right, at the school there. And his daughter was 15, which is this chick, Evelyn. And he had another professor mate who had a little baby. And she was babysitting the baby while they went to like a football game. So she's babysitting the baby. She was supposed to ring at 8 o'clock. And she never did, and that's why the father got all worried. The baby was fine. It was found asleep in its bed. But the neighbours reckon they saw a car driving up and down, and there was two dudes in it. And next minute, another neighbour saw two dudes walking with a girl that was, like, slumped over. And then they found her, like, putting her in a car and driving off with her. So Maybe like that's another when you're, like, switching her. But so many different neighbours saw different things. Yeah. That's how they pieced it together. Mm. And then it was, like, two dudes, and they figured it out. It was, like, really weird case. Like, they found footprints, but the footprints were worn the shoe size was being worn by someone with smaller feet than the shoe size and all this weird shit. So like never caught on the fan. She was never seen again. So it wasn't until the arrest of Ed Gein that all three of these missing persons cases were reopened. On November 17th, 1967, investigators began an extensive search of the Gein farm as he had just become the number one suspect for the disappearance of both those girls. While these searches were taking place, Ed was being questioned at the Watoma County Jailhouse. At first, Ed denied being responsible for the murder of Bernice Warden or guilty of any perceived wrongdoings. But with the evidence slowly mounting against him, Ed decided to talk. Like, they found that shit in his house, right? Wasn't me. (laughs) Shaggy. Wasn't me. Wasn't me. That's my favourite chair. They ruined it. Who did that? Skinned in the bathroom. (laughs) Wasn't me. (laughs) Saw a skull in the kitchen. Wasn't me. Lips on the blinds. (laughs) When questioned, when questioned about Bernice's murder, Ed had difficulties recalling the t- the crime, which he attributed to a daze-like state he'd entered into in the lead-up to the crime. He did, however, recall dragging Bernice's body to his truck as well as taking cash from the register and returning home to the farm. He had no memory of shooting Bernice in the head with a twenty two caliber gun, which was later listed in the autopsy report as the cause of death. Well, he's putting holes in his balls now. <laughs> <laughs> What sort of taxidermy is this bullshit? That's a t-shirt there, holes in your balls. <laughs> Sorry, guys. That's so lovely, Josh, so lovely of you. It's efficient. <laughs> isn't it? It just fits in with the Chinese people. It's all efficiency, isn't it? He told investigators that not long after his mother's death, he'd begun working on a com- on completing a suit made out of female skin so he could... Be- <laughs> oh, wait, just- wait, wait. So he could become his mother and, I quote, crawl into her skin. That's fucked up Mm -hmm. he like loved her so much he wanted to be her maybe it's like because he wanted to like like her to be proud of him he wanted to become her because that would be something that she would be proud of you know what i mean Um, like he's obviously traumatized maybe like read the bible or something but i don't know maybe don't fucking traumatize your kids too like you know with that sort of shit shit so he'd started making regular night visits to three local graveyards where he would exhume recently buried bodies he stated that during these times where he would go and dig these bodies up, he would be in this kind of daze-like state. So kind of like a fugue state. He said that one time he was desecrating a grave when all of a sudden he snapped out of the state, the daze-like state. When he realized what he was doing, he immediately returned everything back to the grave, buried it, and left. Due to Ed's physical build, the investigators weren't convinced he had even he was even capable of completing these grave digging crimes. Like he was five foot seven he was like wiry but like i mean why would you not believe that they found all that shit in his house i don't know if he's telling the truth yeah, but, yeah. <laughs> you have fucking oh, evidence they dude. have shovels like it doesn't matter yeah but that's why it was just so weird the cops were like i don't know about this one i don't think he did it he's a little weakling he well, wouldn't be able to do it yeah what do you what do you think this nipples are this nipple belt he got that from lowe's <laughs> that's more of an uh yeah that's a catch of the day sort of <laughs> online it's pig nipples oh <laughs> So the detectives decided to go out and check a few of the graves that Ed reckoned he'd raided, and sure enough, the corpses were missing. 
So I've read conflicting reports as to whether or not Ed, Ed did actually engage in necrophilia with the corpses he exhumed. Some say he did admit to it, and others reported that he denied it because it smelt too bad. At this point, I don't it's a good think reason it, not to fuck a corpse. Smells yeah, but funny. yeah, bit, you probably wouldn't get to that stage though. I feel like at this point, it doesn't really matter with Ed with everything he's done. I feel like necrophilia is just another box. On his nose? Been, yeah, it's just another box that's hey, been ticked with him. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I have a shower for six weeks, so that was smell the same. Yeah. I can't tell where you start and I finish. Oh. <laughs> Must not be in you. Oh. I reckon he did. I reckon, oh, honestly, I reckon he did too, yeah. but at this point it's not a... He was at least like pinching nipples, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> he's That doing... feels like could make a good belt. <laughs> he was, so he, sturdy. He was up to stuff that he should... He had, not, he had fucking vaginas in a box. He was doing stuff, you know what I mean? He had vaginas in a box. The Volve. Remember the Pokemon? Yeah, I do now. So the investigators then went on Vulpin. to press... Sorry, Vulpin. Vulpix. Vulpix. Vulpix, damn it. Sorry, <laughs> the investigators then went on to press Ed about Mary Hogan's disappearance and the fact that her skull and face had been found in his house. Ed insisted that, excluding Bernice Warden, he had not murdered any of the people whose parts were found in his house. But after a few more days on, of intense interrogation, Ed finally admitted to Mary's murder. Well, I just bought the second hand off Gumtree. Yeah, I just found it. The chair looked really cool. It was like, ah. Oh. There was this weird fox and it dragged it in. And I said, thank you, Mr. Fox. The fox said, no worries. No worries, Ed. See you next time. Shall I gather another? And then I paid him with a feather that fell from the sky. <laughs> Why are these cops taking any of words for granted about anything? I don't know. So, again, due to these fugue-like states that Ed would disappear into, he didn't remember any of the details pertaining to Mary's murder other than he believed he accidentally shot her. Fucking whoops. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking whoops. (laughs) I slipped. Have you seen the new Mortal Kombat? No. Yeah, it's horrible. Side note. The only good part about it is the Aussie character. Oh, yeah, he's awesome, Bane. I saw it, yeah, I saw a fucking, it was like a a meme or whatever, and it's like, fuck, that dude's back must hurt from carrying that entire movie. He was hilarious. And he goes, fucking whoops. Yeah, (laughs) he was good. The rest of the movie was shit. It's pretty, like, he's, it's worth watching just for him, but the rest of it's terrible. Remember the old Mortal Kombat? There was, like, the whole first movie. Mate, they're better than this one. And it was, like, all the characters in it, like, you remember playing a game, you're like, oh, and not my favourite, obviously, was, like, Johnny Cage. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, oh, he's mad, and then they come to the second movie, it's like, Johnny Cage, no. He's like, like straight away. The first yeah. Movie. yeah. I was like, okay, I'm done. like a main character. I think Dan was getting the shits with me because the, we were not even like three minutes into the movie and all I kept saying was, Sonia. Oh, <laughs> Sonia yeah. Blair. Sonia. Yeah. Oh, it's so bad. Dan's like, what are you doing? I was like, Sonia. And I was like, reptile spits. And it was just like, <laughs> finish her. every time Dan's like, please shut the fuck up. And I'm like, it's not like I'm ruining a good movie. It's terrible. Oh, it was. <laughs> the Aussie guy was really funny he, though. It was the only good thing about it. Mm-hmm. It was horrible. It was, everything was so convenient. Everything Where was do you so- watch it at home. home by myself oh uh, the rock box oh okay mm-hmm. it's not terrible terrible it's terrible it's <laughs> just not great you it's know not, it's terrible it's not as bad as you think it could be it was better than I expected but I had very low expectations yeah do you know what they're doing with the next one what the second one's gonna be an all female cast and I'm trying to think of all the females that are in Mortal Kombat Sonya Blade there was well, half of them are dead in the first exactly one. It'll be exactly what you said. It'll be Mortal Comeback. It'll be like a porno. And it'll be like, do you, I'm going to punch you in the face. Like, let's kiss a little bit. Like, ah, nah, nah, nah. Get <laughs> Where do we download here. this one from? Get over here. <laughs> <laughs> so like, freeze. Now I got you. <laughs> no, it's like he goes, get over here. But instead of like the thing he throws to pull them over, it's like his dick out of like, you remember like scary movie too. Like the <laughs> yeah. clans and wraps around his neck and pulls them over. He goes, get over your face. <laughs> Oh yeah, this is Dr. Rest yeah, really badly. Ed Gein just is the energy, you know, yeah, the vibe of the yeah. story. <laughs> uh, at this time, the question was then raised about Ed's possible involvement in his own brother's death. When he was pressed for information, Ed denied any involvement. However, due to the suspicious nature of Henry's death and Ed being present around the time he perished, investigators deemed that it was more than likely that Ed was in some way responsible for his brother's death, which would now make Ed a serial killer. Yeah, because Ed was pissed at his brother because of what Henry was saying about his mum. Yeah, he was like really shitty about it. So it he sounds was... like he took the, like, the opportunity mm. while it was Plus, there. Yeah, he like thought it was embarrassing. Like It would bring great shame to the family yeah. if he like moved in with a divorcee with two kids. Do you think he was also upset though that Henry had that and he didn't? He wanted Probably. it, but he never did because he listened Actually, to his mum. Probably, he's didn't. probably pretty jealous. Yeah. yeah. You get like that with um, sometimes with like mums, I find they tell you information, like they give you advice to do stuff 
and you're like, okay, thanks, that doesn't work for me, so I'm not going to do it. And they'll and they they're kind of like, well, I was told to do it, and I did it, and I didn't want to do it, but I was told to do it. So they get like funny with you because yeah, it's like, so make you oh, like I listened to them, and I I had to, so you should too. And then if you don't, it's like, well, why aren't you listening to them? I had to, and I didn't want to, so you should as well. That sorry, that was like a sign rant. Never no, you're mind. right though. Like, Live your own life. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Mum was 2021. Making my bit offends me. I won't do it. You're offending me. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. It's just my favorite to say to mum is, "I didn't ask to be born." Mum's like, "What?" I'm like, "I don't want to be here. You did this." Well, you turn around her. Yeah, te- technically, like you should give me everything because I didn't like. Why can't I have your money? And she's like, yeah. "What are you talking about?" And it's like, "I didn't ask to be born." Did I break this glass? You broke this glass. You brought me into the world. Exactly. Yeah. So that's why sometimes if like Juniper's like really fucking on one and my eyes twitch and I'm like this kid, I'm like, she didn't ask me one. I did this. (laughs) This is what I get. (laughs) This is punishment. Mm -hmm. So during Ed's question, oh, so just to be clear too, with what constitutes a serial killer is you have to kill apparently three or more people like in an unrelated fashion. So if you kill them all at one time, it's more like a mass killing. Mm. So three or more people... Uh, with a similar motive and MO and like a, the way you do it is all very similar, but they're all Sounds kind like of unrelated. It's a sport now. So that people like, you know what, I've done one or two people, I might as well continue. So For I'll some get the people it is a sport. Dude, yeah, and yeah. I feel like two people should, should, that's it. Like two people should be serial killer. Because they caught him, you know what I mean? It's not like he killed two people and then stopped. Like he was... Gone until he caught. He was gearing up. Yeah. Like... Yeah, like I he think, was, it was yeah. a big sofa he, he was working on. He yeah. killed the sheriff's mother in town in broad daylight and dragged her out back and drove her home. Like, you think he's going to stop? He doesn't yeah, give what, a fuck. Do, what you about do any serial killers really stop until they're caught? Yes. The Golden State Killer. Did he, like, just out of fear of getting caught or... No, I don't know. I'll have to It's like a passion thing. He's but, like, I'm just okay, over so this. I don't want to do it anymore. We don't know because he won't talk. Yeah. So he finished, he ended, I think the last person he killed was like in the 70s or 80s and they captured him in 2016. Yeah, okay. That was that guy that I always talk about with where they got him through the random DNA test that he's, he's oh. like nephew, great nephew submitted to 23andMe or Ancestry.com and they were like, because he's, he's um, semen or whatever was in database, his DNA, it pinged as a relative and they had to go through like the whole family tree and everything to narrow so it down. So that's why they do Ancestry.com. Well, that's why Dirty uh, monkeys. They also do it so that they can like grow another you. Like they can clone you. And then when you're older and like need um, like fucking. Like the island. Transplants. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so they, yeah. yeah. They, you need transplants and shit. And they're like, well, we grew some for you. You can pay a, a huge Man, I wish I was it. rich enough to get that. Yeah, right. Why people like say it like a bad thing. I'm like, maybe I'll have money and can do that when I'm 80. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? But anyway, that's how they caught him. And he did. He'd stopped for quite a period of time. But he is like notoriously not talking. And he looks exactly like Grandpa. I'm not fucking with you. He looks exactly like you don't. It's more like they keep going because they cannot stop. Yes. Until they get caught. Yeah, exactly. I think from somewhere they speculated that perhaps it was like he had daughters or something. And um, because of that, how much does this dude look like Grandpa? Holy shit. (laughs) Right? Huh? <laughs> Grandpa, are you in jail? Have you visited him in a while? I don't know. Yeah, right. So, so you're saying because he had daughters and he kind of... Wait, killing people is wrong. I'd be upset if someone killed my kids. And he's like, I'm going to stop. Me? I don't. That's what the speculation is, I think. All that happened is once they turned a certain age, he stopped doing it and he just went cold turkey as far as I know because he didn't move anywhere. He, did, he, li- he lived in the same area where they all kept happening. But he was like... Fucked, hey, to the point where they had like he was he was he started off as like a burglar, then he became a rapist. So he'd break into houses, but what he would do is like he'd break into a couple's house and he would get the husband and he would tie him. We'll do another episode of sidetrack, but he'd tie him up face down on on a rug, like he'd tie his hands up and he'd put dishes on his back so he could hear if he was trying to move around or whatever plate shit that would shatter. He'd take his wife out in the lounge room and he'd say to the husband, if you fucking move, I'll kill both of you. He'd take his wife out into the lounge room, he'd put a blanket over the TV, turn the TV on so he had a bit of light, he'd rape the wife, then he'd leave. And he'd surveil these houses for ages, like he was crazy. The wife would end up waiting ages, no one's coming, go and release a husband or whatever. And they had this big community hall talk about it. Like, it was, like, a big thing. They're worried about this killer, like, this guy, this rapist, because it kept happening in the same area. And this one man stood up and said, any of the fucking men in here that don't protect their wife when she's getting raped, you aren't real men, and you kind of deserve what happens to you. Not you deserve what happens to you, but you have a duty to protect your wife and you're fucking cowards for not protecting your wife. 
they were the next couple that got hit. His wife was raped and he was tied up and did nothing about it. Yeah, Not that everybody. you could, like, but that, but it just goes. So this guy sitting in the crowd going, "I'll fucking get you." Uh, no, but like a hundred percent, he went in and he sat in these meetings and he listened to it and he surveilled these places for ages and he took, like, he took. He was insane. Like when they caught that guy, it was like huge news. It was like incredible. No one thought people thought he was dead because he's so old. Like, it was, it was crazy. Like 30 years But ago. that's, like, how, like, he was, like, embedded in it and he didn't give a fuck. He was listening to these town meetings. He was there and he heard that dude say it and he was like, number one on this. <laughs> He's like, I think we should unlock all our doors <laughs> and leave our TVs on. <laughs> Throw a blanket over your TV. <laughs> what sort of dude hops up in the middle of that, though, when there's, like, the rape victims and everyone there and just goes, you're not a man enough if you didn't do that. I'd say someone like, who's scared and angry. He's like, oh, like, shit, I'm probably next. How yeah. awful is that? And then he was. Oh, and it was way kinda, to put a target on your back. Right? I was just like, Wow, that's pretty fucked. Hey? His, wife, his wife's like, shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Immediately, she just t- ties herself off. <laughs> Michael, sit down, please. <laughs> You're embarrassing us. <laughs> so during Ed's questioning... He's looking at me. <laughs> <laughs> then he's doing the whole fingers to his eyes and pointing at her. <laughs> during Ed's questioning, he showed no emotion and very little remorse for what he'd done. It appeared as though he didn't quite grasp the gravity of the situation he was in or the seriousness of the crime he had committed. Due to this, Ed's sanity was called into question. On November 21st, 1967, Ed was arraigned in one co- on one count of murder in Washer County Court where he pled not guilty by reason of insanity. He was evaluated by mental health professionals and after multiple assessments, he was deemed emotionally impaired. They asserted that he suffered from schizophrenia, which was untreated, and that he had also had... he and that he was also a sexual psychopath. The latter result was attributed to his unhealthy relationship he shared with his mother as well as his repressed upbringing. Ed felt conflicted about women. Naturally, he was attracted to them. I shouldn't say naturally because maybe he could have been gay, you know? You were the same, actually, he was, I think. Well, yeah. Well, Ed was conflicted about about women. He was attracted to them, but his mother had also fueled a hatred for them that he had internalised. And this kind of love-hate relationship he had towards women boiled over into a full-blown psychosis. So he hated mm. them because his mother told him he had yeah, to, but he also had this he like longed for them as yeah. well. So, so he, he, he felt gross. He, he was attracted, he was conflicted yeah. within himself. He, he was attracted to the women. He was told they're like out of bounds. It's not what you do. It's yeah. So he felt like there was something wrong with him. Yeah. I guess. So due to being found mentally incompetent, Ed was deemed unfit for trial. In 1968, doctors determined that Ed was competent to confer with counsel and participate in his defence. The trial began on November 7, 1968 and lasted one whole week. On November 14, 1968, Edward Theodore Gein was found guilty of the murder of Bernice Warden. There was a second, there was a second trial regarding Ed's sanity at the time of the murder. After hearing from doctors for the prosecution and the defence, the judge ruled Ed was not was not guilty by reason of insanity and had he committed to the Central State Hospital for the criminally insane. Due to the prohibitive cost, he was only tried for the murder of Bernice Warden, even though he had admitted to also murdering Mary Hogan. He was never able to be held responsible for the disappearance of Georgia Weckler and Evelyn Hartley, and after looking into them myself, I highly doubt he had anything to do with them. Yeah, either. those were the other ones you Yeah, yeah I don't think he would have either. Yeah, doesn't sound, doesn't no. sound like he did. Ed remained in mental health facilities the remainder of his life. On July 26, 1984, at the age of 77, Ed died at the Mendota Mental Health Facility due to respiratory failure caused by lung cancer. Ed was buried next to his mother in Plainfield Cemetery. I bet he liked that. He goes, Put me in with her. I want some coffin coitus. (laughs) (laughs) Tickle, tickle, mother, I'm here. That's Ed Gein. The yeah, inspiration. That's pretty messed up. You can up. see how he inspired so much creepy shit, though, hey? Oh, God. It wouldn't have taken much for that jury to... Like, they would have showed all the evidence. So who was he in the movie? Buffalo Bill. Yeah. So, right. So it's not based... It's inspired. I know, but it's inspired yeah. Buffalo Bill's, like, lotion on the skin to keep it nice and... Yeah. yeah, and, yeah he I never guess. kept anyone alive that I'm aware of. We don't know, but I don't think so. But it was like really bad. They had to move his gravestone and everything because so many people would come to the town and like chip bits of it to take home. I don't know yeah. about you, but I couldn't think of anything better than taking that to my house. And bringing that, that juju home with you. Dude, bad juju. Do you know when we went to, um, fucking what was it, Bodie State Park in California, 
It's yeah. like this oh, old yeah. gold digging. Shut up. <laughs> it's this Is old. Is that in America? Mm. Remember that place? It's mm. it's in California, and it's just California. <laughs> and it's like they have this thing there, and it's an old. It's a really old gold mining town, and they've got this thing that if you were to take anything like a rock, pebble, like screw anything, it's like cursed, and it'll curse you. I think it's just like legit them saying it so people don't take stuff. Yeah, yeah, but then I get real funny about it and it makes me a little bit paranoid. And dad kept going, whoop, like trying to put oh, shit dad. in his pocket. <laughs> he would, yeah. And he kept doing it and I was getting really fucking agitated. And then when we left, mum So that like, would have just fired dad up more. Yeah, and yeah. you know what's worse than dad? When mum gets involved too. And then I'm like, I don't know who to believe. And mum's like, your father took something. And I'm like, no, he didn't. She's like, he did, Brie. And I'm like, I don't know who I can trust. Or, like, my paranoia just got... And I was like, Dad, put it back. And he's like, I didn't take anything. I'm scared too. Like, it was... I just took this old ancient burial skull. <laughs> it's all it was. an actual core, like a... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> some skeleton. But the whole trip he kept on, like, you go into houses, like the old mining cottage or whatever, and Dad just be like, whoop a Like, pretend to put stuff <laughs> in his pocket and, like, look at me and wink. And I was like, put it the fuck back. <laughs> Nothing in my six shooter can't handle. <laughs> I was getting shot for doing that. You can't shit. have a good holiday with dad because <laughs> everything is funny to him, but it's like stressful for everyone yeah. around him. And we went through the redwoods and he decided to hide behind every fucking redwood or in the ferns or something. And you couldn't walk through the redwoods because you didn't know if he was going to jump out. And then you'd realize you'd been walking for 10 minutes and you hadn't seen him. And you're like, oh, I've just ruined a 10 minute experience. And you relax. He's like, bah! <laughs> <laughs> And then I started doing it to mum because it seemed like yeah. fun. <laughs> Just total menace. Hey? Oh. Such a menace. Like having a toddler you have no, yeah. you can't control because you have no right to control them. Because yeah. <laughs> he's the boss of you. He's not your kid, but he's got the, the and power. And he's drunk. Yeah. 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 <laughs> And he's drinking and it's just like, what's that? What's this? Hello over there. My name's Danny Hanson. I'm from Australia. What do you do? I'm a dairy farmer. Well, I was a dairy farmer. Now I make hay. It's mainly an hockey strap in the in the tractor. But shh, don't tell nobody. Do you remember as kids we used to ask him why he always waved to people and said hello? He's like, I'm just being friendly. Yeah. Everywhere you'd go, you'd make a friend. He's like you know waving why? and the cars go past. He's like, what are you doing? Huh? Oh, just being friendly. Because manners don't cost you nothing. <laughs> I do that too now. I say hello. Or do you know what gets, like, do you know what really grinds my gears? When you let someone in and they don't give a thank you, yes, all like, and it's that really bothers yeah. me. I mock charge them if I don't get away <laughs> just before they pass me. I'm, oh, and she's like, ah, there's a wave. My favorite thing to do is say hello to old people in the street, especially old men, because I think they look at me like with like tattoos and like head tat and everything, and I like go to, and I'm like, hey, how you going? And they're like bewildered. They're just like. Oh, hello, how are you going? Like, and then they kind of stand still. I'm like, nah, this is like a drive-by hello. <laughs> like, I'm not, I'm not Where's up. the rest of your hair, long lady? Yeah, I'm, I'm not up for trying. No, they call me, young man, you're so lovely. Oh, well. So the kids at Juniper. Brian. <laughs> the kids at Juniper School say that, are you a boy or a girl? Do you go, are you a boy or a girl? Like, <laughs> I can't tell. You might have these titties. <laughs> I'm deadly, that's what I am. <laughs> I'm cool, bro. Okay. We did it. We did it. We got very sidetracked. Yeah. That was creepy though. Mm. He's creepy, but he's kind of, he's like, he seems like harmless. You know what I mean? But like, he tried to defend him. No, but like. He rocks up with a titty belt and he's so harmless. The way, like his vibe when I was reading about him, he's just like, I don't mean to make no harm. I just want to be a bit of ear skin. Is that so much? (laughs) Just crazy. Like he says he was like blanking out and stuff. Like he didn't remember stuff. The fugue states and he was just like disassociating really every time mm. he did something and he goes to the naughty. asylum and all that sort of stuff like it's just freaky it like a, the cell with yeah like do a TV series on a like in the 1950s just like crazy ads up to it again yeah <laughs> Ed have you seen my bowl oh I can make you one from my roommate if you want very creative <laughs> I can make you anything <laughs> alright well the weather's getting cooler here in Australia mm. so stay warm it's cooler colder or hotter cooler. excuse me Oh, it's not cooler. It went either way, didn't it? Swings. What the fuck? I don't know. This cooler is literally cool. means like cooler. Cooler. Why like would it cool? Get... Like sunny's on. Is that what you were actually thinking? No, I. You just grabbed <laughs> straws right now. Yeah, I Josh is the one with the fan when it's got like a sun and a and a, a snowflake on the fan. Where if you turn it one way, it makes it. You're just like on the aircon. What does a, does a snowflake mean? It's cold, and I should put it on heat, or does a snowflake mean that I want it to be cold? Is the sun warmth or is it I put it on the sun because it's sunny? So I leave the fan off. <laughs> <laughs> I can't make decisions. <laughs> I'm going to bed. Mm. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks so much for listening, guys. And we'll catch you next week. See you guys. See you later.